Jim Perry arrived in Bowie's Creek as a two-sport standout in basketball and baseball. However, it was on the diamond where he would make his mark on the professional level. Born during the Great Depression and raised on a farm in eastern North Carolina, Jim is the older of, a set of, of the only set of brothers in Major League history to win the Cy Young Award as the league's top pitcher. However, before the World Series appearances, Cy Young Awards, and 215 Major League victories, James Evan Perry Jr. completed his high school education and earned his degree from Campbell Junior College. My name is Stan Cole, class of 1987, and this is our next installment of Tales from the Creek, where we visit with people who have made this place special over the years. I'm delighted today to be joined by former Major League Baseball standout and longtime friend of Campbell University, Mr. Jim Perry. Welcome to Tales from the Creek, and thanks for taking time to be with us. Thank you for having the time, and I'm glad to talk to you. We had some questions about my career. I hope I, I know them all. But if I hadn't, I brought my, my, my oldest daughter's husband here. He knows, he knows all of them. <laughs> he just wrote he written a book uh, for me. So uh, you go back that many years, 56. <laughs> a yes, long sir. Time. Well, let's start at the beginning. Tell us about what it was like growing up on a farm near Williamston. What were your days like? My days were long. Get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Had to back her out at, at a barn so you could put the other one in with your kitten that day. And at 6 o'clock, we were out in the field, and I was out in the field getting tobacco farming and getting it in with your hands. And I stayed wet from the frost. I stayed wet till 11 o'clock that day in the field. And uh, we did that uh, many years. It's something that we made a living. And then I, uh, I also, uh, sometimes I had to go in at 3 o'clock in the afternoon and clean up and go to Husky to pitch a ball game to make $10. Wow. Hey, hey over there where Catfish Hunter, yes, before sir. he came up, I was over there. It was about 25 miles away. Certainly. So I, I was hard. I, I, I work, get up early in the morning, then I'm going out at night, and I said, no. I, <laughs> so going to, actually going to school was a break for, uh, for you and your, and your oh, siblings. Yeah. It was a great, well, I had good friends that were from East Carolina. The coach over there was good, and, you know, baseball junior college, and he was one that really brought me out here to Campbell. But winning the championship for the high school there when I was a, was a junior, and my brother was in the ninth grade at the time, and if people told me you won't have anybody to come back next year to see what you want to do, be in major leagues, to be go and get and sign up, I decided to get ready to go and to sign me up to go here to Cam. That's one of uh, the greatest things I, I made to do that. And then later on, it happened with my with my wife here of 62 years we've been here. Wow. So now I understand that your father Evan was quite a baseball player. Yeah. Um, he had a knuckleball, good knuckleball. Did he introduce the game to you and Gaylord? Yeah, we, we played the brother, the dad and I will play. One hour we have it, lunchtime, we go out and play ball. We'd, we never stood down. Rather, we were resting, we go out and, and play ball. We had one glove and uh, one bat, and the guy that was pitching didn't have a glove. The guy in the outfield cut <laughs> that ball. That's what we, that's what we lived, and we, we worked hard at it, and um, – I, I, it's things that I went uh, playing at ball during the summer uh, on, on weekends, Saturday and Sunday, was we used to have a, a bale of hay to put in the back of a truck. We'd always sit on this 
Bill Hay to go 30 miles away to save money. I, I, the things you had to do, you had to do, you know. Absolutely. And I come up with some good ball players. We had, we had five families that made up the team. Five people. Yeah, we met, we want to be everybody. <laughs> we beat everybody. What were some of the lessons, uh, the things that you learned from your your father? Well, as um, you work hard to get you what you want to get to get in life, and what you do, you do it right the first time. Had to come back and somebody else do it. He was a guy that he was a guy that put a uh, in the field with with the mule horse with a plow. He'd make a straight line to probably 500 yards down there, and he want that thing to be straight. If he didn't straighten it, he'd come back with it and straighten it out, and everybody around there would have him and go out and do the field, get it lined up for him. Uh, I knew how to do all this stuff. He would call on me to do a lot of stuff. I did it fast, and I did it the right way. My brother, he didn't do it that way. Hey, he took his time. <laughs> oh, God. But anyway, I, I uh, we were good. We worked hard at the stuff, and... Uh, I learned a lot of things that uh, at the farm that that did me about pitching and uh, and basketball. We didn't have any big basketball goals outside. Mm -hmm. We had a we had a, a great big basket. Player bat, take the bottom out and put it up for the basket, shoot for it. You know, we just went. And, uh, then we got the the net and stuff later on in life. But uh, we didn't mind that. We knew what we had to do. We went out there and did it. And I think it just stayed with me all the time because I, I worked all the time. I could work all day and, and get four hours sleep and go, you know. Uh, that's the way I was. And, and then and getting in baseball, I had certain things that were a little different than uh, playing in the pros or at college. But the best thing I did was move that senior year. The people there at Williamson invited me and told me to go to somewhere else if I want to make – Make uh, the major leagues. That's what I was my thing would do is make the major leagues. So that guy brought me to Campbell University and I put me off here and my dad and mom was at home. And what he thought he thought I was going to come there after the junior year, two years I'd go to East Carolina. And then uh, then the Wake Forest coach, he was the same way. He come here in basketball. He thought I was going to go there. <laughs> but I um, I believe in working hard at at all the stuff you have. The good Lord to give you the body to do that. I've been very lucky that nothing been wrong. I just had a, a foot problem, but uh, gosh, I'm 87 years old, so I, I'm lucky that uh, it's hard for me to stay down, not be out working on the yard or playing golf. I come out to be a pretty good golfer. Absolutely. Tell tell me a little bit about how um, you and your wife Daphne met here in um, at Campbell. Well, we uh, she was from uh, Roper, North Carolina, mm -hmm. about 20 miles away from me, and I never, I told her I never went down that neck of the woods. Right. See, <laughs> I didn't go down. I, I met her uh, with a other cousin that was coming to school here. The lady was, um, her grandfather lived just down the road from me, and they come there, and they were, she would ride back to school with me, and she come and rode back to school with me, uh, uh, for up here, she was a she was a senior, second year, and Daphne was first year. So they they got to be roommates, and so uh, that's the way we we got going. And she get her. She did two high school grades in one year. Here at Campbell, two years. She worked at it. She's on the, with the um, choir. They went on different trips. So she 
did that, and then they rode back and forth uh, weekends if I go home with me and come back. Sure. Well, I understand she was uh, on the basketball team as yep. well. Was there a little bit of the competition The basketball was different. You never crossed the line. The guards right. were on one line, and then the other four was on the other line. Mm -hmm. So she was on the guard side. So she did that, and they went to trips and on the trips with her, and we went and stayed in. We stayed in the, in the gymnasium. They had they had uh, rooms for us, and then, and the girls went to the dormitory. Hey, we stayed in there. They had room for them over there. So that's the way we 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 met there and going back and forth there. And uh, I just. Um, Believe one thing, what I did, I tell the other people, I tell, tell his son uh, that's going to uh, school uh, and playing baseball, you go get yourself out there and get some money where you can have buy a home and stuff and be there. That's what I told her. I said, I'm going to be in the, in the big leagues two years before I decided to get married. I had that in my mind. She would have been married two years earlier, but I, I, I believe that, that you've got to do this to get yourself ahead. I know some guys that the guy has two kids. He would go and borrow money in the wintertime on his ne next year's contract. Kind of working, you get ahead in life that way. You can't do it. Right. I worked and I had money all the way and I paid my way. Dead only thing he gave me to come up here was gas on my car. Hey, I got that. I had the money that I made and I, I saved it when I had to use it some places. So I was believing that, that you, it's what you get out of life is what you put in it. Go back to Bowie's Creek just a little bit. Who were who were some of the people around here that had an influence on you? Um, I know that you played basketball for Fred McCall. And Fred McCall was great. I, I was over there. I was the I was the boy of that family, the three girls. <laughs> <laughs> Many times I went over there. My mom made a on Sunday. Uh, she would make a meal for me to bring back, and we'd go to Coach's house and have it with the girls. Many times she just loved to do that. A coach, and then uh, we had uh, Daphne had a good coach that uh, that did a good job. Uh, her playing it, it, it helped her stay in good shape, and she liked school. And then she was a good student. She was in the music department. Mm -hmm. She went on these big places. They went there, so she sang and went to the choir. That was a good thing she had. She worked hard at it. You you started your. Um professional career while you were still a student at Campbell yeah. and yet you came back even after your first year in the big leagues to finish your degree what was the motivating factor behind that Mr. Perry well I wanted to get the uh, make a contract and stay busy and keep in shape and uh, I had promised the coach that uh, we had this if I signed a pro contract I, I wasn't leaving I was coming back to play basketball mm -hmm. and uh, I come back I, I played basketball I was playing with Cleveland for two years in the major leagues, and I came back here and I wanted to play basketball. You don't, you don't do that anymore. But I, I stayed in shape and ready. I was in good shape when I left there to come here, just running, getting used to the hard floor. But I enjoyed it, and uh, the people I met, and the school here at Campbell was a, a great difference in here. The students have, have, didn't have all the, the things they have today, and I'm glad they have this today. That student union they have here is great. It's, it's fantastic. They should have had it a long time ago. But coming here uh, was a big break for me. Winning the state championship in Williamson, that put something in me to get to go to get a scholarship, you know, here. And uh, Coach, I'll tell you a story. 
they had me I was in Wilmington, North Carolina. We were playing that was a tough team basketball. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember it was on a Friday night and Coach Davis was the driver for the bus. But what I did in high school, I drove a bus from I was at the end of the line, I drove the bus to school mm-hmm. in the morning and then I would stay for basketball and I had a guy to drive the bus back. All right. So I had license and that night the guys refused to come back with Coach, Coach, uh, Coach McCall. Well, he'd be driving it like this and went this side. <laughs> they wouldn't drive. I drove the bus back. <laughs> hey, I mean, it was, say, was, um, you know, I, made, I, I remember that day I, I had 30 points that night. Played all night, and I had uh, the guys feed me the ball. This guy we had was a guy from Kentucky. He was kind of cross-eyed a little bit. And you kind of look him in the glass in the eyes, which way he's going. The guys, he'd go that way, and they'd go that way. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Oh, you wouldn't believe it. But it was a good shot. But he must have passed me 15, maybe 15 shots out of 30 going down. You know which way he's going. <laughs> <laughs> but I had the guys who were great guys here to play basketball with. I get the rebound. I pass it out to the end. They'd be down heavy in the goal before I got halfway down there. And we, we had some guys that played hard and – it, it, it was just good to, to have that. And another thing I have it here, I was glad that something I could do. My, my English teacher, Miss Kanzler, mm-hmm. never forget her. She, um, she was a tough teacher. But anybody was not at, at the class, she asked her, where is he? McCrane asked her, he was sick. He was my roommate. He was sick. But she would, they would always come to me. But she didn't like athletes. She didn't go to games. That year, I had her going to every game. <laughs> I had, she went to every basketball game we had here. And on top on that, Coach McCall had her buy a, a Roadmaster Buick. You seen a Roadmaster Buick? Mm-hmm. Well, she couldn't even drive. Uh, I had a car there, and I drove it from here to Wilson, North Carolina. I dro- and dropped her off there. Her brother, her brother was there, half buying. Mm-hmm. Stop, drive her car there and leave it there. And I go with Daphne. We have my car. We go home, come back, drive back. There's some things that I'm proud I do that had to help. And Coach knew I could help, you know, that way. Well, over the course of a 17-year Major League career, your accomplishments numerous. Three All-Star Game selections. You pitched in the 65 World Series. 1970 Cy Young Award winner. Um, what are some of those highlights that you look back that we may not even know about? Let's go back. I have the, the kids that send me letters. The three, I was in four R-Star games. Four, oh, excuse me. Uh, the, four, the kids that still send that because we had two R-Star games one day. The last year they had it was in Boston and San Francisco. Outstanding. So look it up. Four games in uh, over uh, three uh, that, seasons. That was two right. All-Star games. Absolutely. And then had two other separate. You know, one was Cincinnati and uh, Detroit. I was at Detroit when uh, the guy hit one on the roof up there. Jackson. Reggie he Jackson. He hit, hit the lights up there, and he came way back back to second base. He did so hard. Oh my gracious! <laughs> but uh, I played in the last. Game they had just one All Star game after that. Mm-hmm. That's all things that I go back to. That I was proud that I was had a chance to do that, and then they got to know Ted Williams too. Sure, I pitched against him two years. And you've got a, a pretty good story to tell about Ted Williams, from what I understand. When uh, oh, you thought it was a strike, and maybe it didn't get called sometime. No, if he takes it, they don't call no strike on him. <laughs> hey, I don't care how the umpire, but no, he wouldn't. No, but I got to know 
Ted pretty good because of the games we had, the old-timer game, they call them, mm-hmm. before the game. Sure. I got to know Ted pretty well of being in the outfield, had me be talking. He talked baseball and fishing. He talked to you all day. Yes, sir. And we got to be good friends. And we trained in Washington, the manager. And it was 94 degrees outside. He had a jacket on. I never seen anybody. A jacket, and he have a, always have a jacket. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but a jacket on to come out of the dugout. <laughs> Wanted to stay warm, I guess. He did. <laughs> but uh, it's the stories I could tell about a, a lot of guys that there were great things that uh, happened. But you might be asking me later on about the stuff with the, the strike of baseball. I can right. tell you about that. Well, how did that? How did that factor? How did you become the, the player rep? Um, the, pet, the players, the teams. they they voted the players, you on. Uh, the I was there ten years. I was seventeen, uh, fifteen out of seventeen years of a player rep. Mm-hmm. So we we had some things that we had to do. But it's proud that the players thought that much of me looking after them. Over a career that spanned nearly two two decades, you played with and against a number of Hall of Famers. Who were some of the toughest batters that you faced over your course of I, your career? Ted Williams was tough, but but. but that uh, he had two thirty-three off me. Now that's the young kids writing me letters. They tell me this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know all that two thirty-three. Mickey Mantle hit one thirty-three off of me. Wow! All those years, Yogi Berra was the same. But Roger Maris was a tough out. Mm-hmm. Roger was up on the plate right here. He fell on top of it. Hands. You could put him inside. He still could pull the ball. Outside, he pulled the ball. That year, he hit the home runs. Oh, he was tough. It, this guy. Long he was tough, but Mantle wasn't that tough. He, as long as you threw the hard fastball to him, left-handed. Mm-hmm. I said it was left-handed, and then uh, right-handed. He was a he was a low ball hitter, but a high ball drinker. <laughs> 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 oh God, I got along with him, but but Mantle and uh, Yogi were good friends of mine. They asked my son Chris was in the pro tour at that time in, in golf, and uh, they would ask me about him before they say hello to me. They that? followed him all the way, all the way. And Matt, Mantle, he had a tournament, he hit that ball, long ball. He said, I know you hit the ball out there, but wait, I haven't been by there yet. He hit the ball 30 yards past me every time. <laughs> he was hit. But you go to these games and you, you see the guys that's on the other side mm-hmm. that you make friends, but when you're on the field, you're your enemy. Sure. The manager, well, the umpires watched this pretty close to 30 minutes before the game, you couldn't talk to the other uh, you're not allowed to talk to them. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. No, that you could talk to them before that, but not not last thirty minutes. Yeah, we had we had rules we had to go by. Wear the hat. I never wore a hat except the hat when I wore when I was pitching. You guys mm-hmm. said, put your hat on. <laughs> All the time the guys asked me, I wouldn't have my hat on. <laughs> Maybe that's why I still got the hair. <laughs> <laughs> that, that seems like uh, But it's a lot of things that, that you get to stand from people and what you do, uh uh, you you see the thing that you can do and get by with, or not trying to get by with. I just didn't like to wear a hat, right? You know, and uh, but we I had I just had some good players to play with, uh, with Roger Carew and then mm-hmm. and Tony Oliva. Tony Oliva was he he came in the first year he came back in the, in the majors, he won the betting crown. Nobody would know that the mm-hmm. first year he won the betting crown. And I had so many fun old bet uh, balls to him out in the outfield. I, he, he couldn't understand English. He could speak 
fingers. I put my hand like that means back. I'm gonna hit the ball. Oh, this way. I'm gonna hit the ball this way. This way. I have arm. He go get them. Sure. And Billy Martin was when I was with Billy where Billy had me do everything I think. You know, I got along with Billy. Mm-hmm. He come out with me and asked me, "Now look, tell me the truth." Now it's eighth inning. And you, you you all right? He goes the other end. I tell him yes, and I think I maybe twice I told him I was. I had thrown about 140, 50 pitches, and you that's a whole game for me. Mm-hmm. And he knew that. He knew that that um, after that it, it it would lose because I I put everything I had in it, fastball, and he had somebody ready to go in. Absolutely. But I had many times the reliever helped me save, but I had some relievers mess up my game. I had some games that I was four four runs up on the other team. And they had two innings to go. They messed it up. I had a chance to win 25 games, and the guy messed it up. Yeah. I mean, it, this happened at a shrine, and my old roommate, Al Worthington, mm-hmm. really pitcher, he's the one that uh, he did some good things for me, and the other guys did some good things for me. You mentioned, you mentioned Maris, Mantle, um, some of these others, great hitters, Tony Oliva, of course. What were some of the best pitchers you faced in your career? Best pitchers? Yes. Tom Severs was tough. Uh, the, the guys at, at Baltimore, they had tough. But they had they had four starters over that 20 games. Palmer, Cuellar, oh, Dobson, and McNally. I mean, they, yes, sir. Four of them, that's tough. You get pitch who you pitch. It's tough. Mm-hmm. And you you and you got to give a low score one or more two runs, you've got a loss. Right. And you, that's the way I go out. I'm going hard. If I go four or five innings, it's going to be uh, hard going. But – they were the toughest pitchers uh, any team had. We had some guys on the team. Other places were good, good hitters, you know. But uh, one of the better hitters, probably his pinch hit more. He was on my team was Jim Cott, mm-hmm. left-hander. He probably pinch hit more than any other pitcher in the major leagues. That's when, that's before we had. Uh, they could go in and you have a guy in there when we still had, the pitcher still had to hit had the designated hitter right but he he come in and pinch hit i had one time i was up to hit pinch hit and the guy last guy made out <laughs> so i didn't get to get in to do that i took notes down in my little back book i still have that mm-hmm. in a back book and about things i got teddy williams in there yeah yeah, I said, I pray to hope he don't hit a home run. <laughs> God, it was tough. But I enjoyed uh, doing that and keeping the record. But I was, I had an old head on a young body, how you say that. I just studied it, the guys because I had to pitch against them. Mm-hmm. And then my brother was in San Francisco, and he would tell me if a guy come over here to play, he'd tell me how he pitched him. And I'd do the same thing to him over there. You know, a guy goes in there. So we helped each other doing that. And I just asked the question to the guys, the pitching coach or the manager, well, how you want to pitch this guy today? They, they find out some things, and they knew I could do it, you know. Well, Mr. Perry, I know we're running um, short on time together, and I would love um, when you come back in the fall, we can sit down and, and put, a, put together a bigger block of time because uh, I could stay here literally all night, but we've got other things. You've got other things that you've got to get to today. But I just um, one or two more questions. Um, over the years, you and Daphne have been generous supporters of Campbell. Our baseball team's name for you, the pavilion that houses the team facilities and offices and clubhouse bears yours and Daphne's names. 
What are some of the reasons that you've chosen to share your resources with Campbell? Well, uh, the treatment that I got here uh, in school, that, that they had things there, scholarship for me, and, and what I appreciate what they did for me. Come, I had that, never had anything coming from the farm and doing all this stuff and going back. They did a lot of great things, and the coach, I had a great call. He said if I had a place to stay, I could always stay at his house. And then the president school, he had his house. He said, you know, you come to my house today. They were just like that to help you to stay here and do a good job. And um, it was just uh, something that I, uh, I enjoyed doing this for what Campbell did for me. And uh, I've given him some money in a long time, but I'm proud of what I did helping get that artificial grass out there. I had a great deal of helping get that. When Houston came in, the story about it, sure. take a while to do that, but I helped get that. That that turf was a lot of money. Yes, sir. I got Houston to pay for all that. Well, I'm Stan Cole, and our guest today on Tales from the Creek has been Jim Perry. Thank you, Mr. Perry, for sharing some of your tales from the creek. Thank you for having me on there, and I look forward to coming in. Homecoming, we're going to be back here for the homecoming. <laughs>